a lot of prayer went involved in me coming here and felt like it was where the Lord was leading me to be. And, and I really felt that way that this is where I was supposed to be. Welcome, Senior Life family, to another All Fired Up podcast. All Fired Up. Welcome, Senior Life family, to another All Fired Up podcast. I'm your host, Will Voorhees, and today I'm joined by local legend, Joey Faircloth. <laughs> Joey, how we doing today? Good. How about you? I'm pretty good, man. So, Joey, for anybody that hasn't met you yet or heard your story, give us just a little bit of background of, you know, who you are and how you got into this business. Okay. Well, um, started with Senior Life, uh, before Senior Life was Senior Life. Uh, there were the Powell Agency back in 1998. I was a manager of a furniture store and decided to do something a little different. Got into the insurance business for about three months with another company. And then uh, another gentleman actually talked to me about the Powell Agency and uh, went and seen them and went to work with them and been here since 1998. So about 25 years or was it 26 years? This month is 26 years. That's awesome. Yeah. So I'm guessing the commissions on furniture sales versus insurance sales are a little bit different. Is that kind of what got you to stop selling furniture and start selling life insurance? Well, you know, I was basically on a salary back then and okay. making $30,000 a year. And I just knew that to make the money I wanted to make, I wanted to get into something commission Yeah, that I can make commission on. And uh, when I found this, uh, it was a great fit for me and I enjoyed it and just had a great career. Okay. And what was that? You know, kind of when you first got into the business, what was the mindset like? You know, what what did you think of the industry? You know, your future with the company? Did you think you were going to be here for 26 years? You know, to think back in those days, you know, we were, we were small, so it was just a big family. Okay. Um, even though now it's a huge family. <laughs> uh, back then it was a lot more personal and things like that. But once I found this and, and got to doing it, um, I struggled at first, like a lot of agents do. Um, but once they kept working with me and I figured it out and it finally clicked and got to go and I, I really felt comfortable and thought, you know, this, this is my career. This is what I'm supposed to do. And, you know, I, a lot of prayer went involved in me coming here and felt like it was where the Lord was leading me to be. And, and I really felt that way that, this is where I was supposed to be. That's awesome. And, I mean, obviously, you know, you are where you're supposed to be. You were holding the the production record, like the weekly production record for a, for a long time. What, uh, I mean, tell me about that. Well, I, I held the record for 10 years. Okay. Um, before it was broken. Um, that was a, a back, I can't remember the year it was, but it was a week after Christmas. Okay. When... Everybody said you can't sell insurance. Yeah, you typically think that'd be the slower time. Yeah, you know, everybody's yeah. done with so the holiday spending. It was kind of a challenge from from Ron uh, for somebody to do that. And um, I've told that story on these things before, but I took 200 leads that week and uh, wrote almost $27,000 oh, in wow. four days. <laughs> and uh, that record held for 10 years until uh, Bianca heard about it. She didn't even know it. <laughs> and as soon as she heard about it, she made up her mind that she was going to break it. And she broke it right within a couple of weeks of, of hearing about it. 
And so you were doing field sales with those 200 leads, right? Correct. Knocking on doors? Well, no, no. Actually, by then, I was on the phone. So I was okay. in, I was on the phone when I broke that, when I did that. With okay. Them. So tell me, give me a little bit on that transition. You know, where, how was it going from field sales into telesales? Like, was it a rocky transition? When the phone thing came about, it kind of happened at a great time in my life because well, we had had our second child and uh, being on the road was getting to be a complicated process. Yeah, I can uh, imagine. Having a new baby at home and a, a three-year-old son on top of that. And so it was a real struggle for my wife. So I stayed out there as long as I could. I was one of the yeah. last ones to come off the road uh, to do phone sales. And I've told this story before on, on these things, but Ron called me one day. I was in Montgomery, Alabama, and he's like, dude, are you, you ever coming off the road? Are you going to get on the phone? <laughs> so I finally made up my mind that that's what I was going to do. It was best for me and my family. So that's yeah. what I did. And once got to doing it on the phone, you know, I, I really didn't change a lot. People try to make it a big deal on being telesales versus field sales. Well, if you can sell it in the field, you can sell it on the phone. You don't really have to change hardly anything. And the same presentation, basically? I did the same thing in, uh, on the phone I was doing in the field, still making sales. Okay, nice. So it's not it's not a huge difference. In and so field. how long ago was that transition? Mm. I was in the field for about 10 years, and um, then I've been on the phone ever since. Okay, about 15, 16 years? Yeah. Awesome. And so tell me a little bit about Faircloth Marketing Group. You know, tell me about the agency that you've built and kind of when you went from being a producer to wanting to start, you know, growing an agency. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I'm i a slow learner. <laughs> and I had two or three agents all this all this time we were in the field. And then I'd have a few on the phone, you know, and things like that. And then when I got serious about it um, was later in my career. Okay. I was, I was making good money. Yeah. You know, we doing all right. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I should have done it years ago, but um, Faircloth Marketing Group, we're, we're a small agency and um, know where we're, we need to be. And uh, these last couple of years, I've really started pushing it more. And uh, this year is something, I want to double what we're doing. Um, okay. And it's important that I do that just for a personal goal standpoint. For sure. But uh, it's time for us to, to show out and, and do what I know we can do. And so what areas are you looking to build in? We're, we want to build anywhere, but we're, we're mainly in Alabama, Georgia, Tennessee, and Kentucky right now. Okay. Uh, but we're taking all comers. Awesome. So I heard you, you know, when we were, we were shooting a little bit earlier, you had mentioned that you had probably only missed like, you know, three of your kids' events growing up that, that's pretty cool you know yeah. and that's not a lot of industries you can say that i mean just tell me about being able to you know be your own boss and make your own schedule like what that's like well you know with with what we do you are able to set your own schedule you know you've heard it a hundred times over you can you can manage your business by your checkbook okay ron says that over and over and over again <laughs> you know what you need to make you yep. need what you need. You know what you need to do to pay your bills, and you know to be able to do that. And and you write the business you want to write or whatever. You know, if I knew my kids had an event at the end of the week, I would probably take extra leads 
and work harder week, yeah. and longer or maybe work the Saturday before to make sure I got my production in so I can be off to go to that event. Or, you know, if if I knew several things were coming up the next month, well, I would put in the extra days the month before to make sure my production was where it needed to be. Okay. And that's what people need to understand nowadays is set yourself a goal and don't stop till you get it. If you know you're not going to be there the next week, work harder the week before to okay. continue that goal process. But, you know, to be able to make all the softball games and baseball games that I have made, I've had several people ask me over the years, man, what do you do? You're <laughs> always at the games. Do you ever work? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, I work. Yeah. And I'm working when you're at home most yep. of the time. You know, people think because I'm in the insurance business that I'm a Allstate or farmers or whatever where you get off at five o'clock every day or you know man you don't go to work till eight o'clock or yeah, yeah. yeah but i'm i'm still at work when you when get you're home. going home for dinner and all that. you know there was years we worked from nine in the morning until nine o'clock at night in the call center wow um we were still there at nine o'clock at night yeah you know the the week that i wrote that twenty seven thousand, i was working from nine in the morning till 11 or 12 at night because I had my leads set up to work all the way across the country, all the way to Okay, calling West Coast. When it's so out. I was calling yep. West Coast at 9 o'clock at night here. <laughs> so, you know, it's it's about putting forth the effort yeah. to get what you want. All right, and let's say say I'm a new agent and I'm not exactly getting what I want. You know, I'm, maybe it's a motivation thing. You know, maybe I'm just not trying hard enough. What, what would you tell me to get me back on the right path? First thing is don't talk to another agent that's in the same situation you are. Okay. Because misery loves company. Yep. The agents that have been in those situations or are in those situations, make sure you're talking to somebody who's making it happen. Okay. You know, the worst thing that I ever did was talk to another agent. And I I remember a specific situation (laughs) to where I talked to another agent that was also struggling. And by the end of that day, I was calling my manager saying, I don't know if I need to do this anymore. You know, yeah. I was fixing to quit. Like Just listening mindset. to that guy. Yeah. So make sure that you're talking to somebody who's successful doing this because we've all been through struggles. That's one thing that I always tell our agents is there's nothing in this business that you're going to go through that I've not experienced myself. Now, in your personal life, yeah, you're going to go through stuff that I haven't. But the business, you're not going to go through anything that I've not been through. And here I am still here. Yeah. And it's all about continuing to fight. Continue. I always use the analogy of this this business is a monster. Okay. And it's always beating on you. But the only way you ever lose is if you quit. Okay. As long as you keep fighting, you always win. You always been win. You might have a slow month. You might have a slow week. Um, you know, but but the saying is, you might have a slow week, but you won't have a slow month. Yeah. But you may have a slow week this week, but you can double it up next week. Right. And I always tell our agents, you know, the beauty of what we do is you get to start over every day or yeah. every week. Who cares if you had a bad week last week? It's gone. You get to start over this week. Right. That was last week. If you if you have a bad day today. You get to start all over tomorrow. But when you start over, you got to have the right mindset. 
Yeah. You can't bring yesterday's failure into today. You know, I was the world's worst at giving the best excuses in the world, <laughs> you know, and, and I came up with this little saying that, that, that I use excuses are nothing but things to make you feel better about your failures. Okay. I like that. Because when you make an excuse, it makes you feel better. Yeah. No, for sure. Well, there, yeah. All it's doing is hurting you. And I'm preaching to the choir now, <laughs> you know? So, it's, it's all about keeping the right mindset and believing in the system, but always make sure you're talking to someone else who's successful. Don't, okay. Don't talk to anybody else that, that's not. That's solid. And I know you're a very humble guy, and you probably wouldn't, you know, talk about this unless I, you know, broke to you a little bit, but mm-hmm. I know you got one of those gold jackets. Yeah. So just tell me a little bit about what, you know, that is and what it means to you and how you got it. Right. Well, the gold jacket is the Millionaire's Club with Senior Life, and that's something that anybody can can get into. Once Senior Life's deposited over a million dollars into your account, you become a member of the Millionaire's Club. And um, that they just came up with that a few years back, and we have quite a few members. Yeah. And that's just a testimony of what Senior Life can do for you. You know, we've got... Um, matter of fact, two people that work with me have their jackets. Nice. And um, the when we got them, we took pictures. All three of us have pictures of us together with the Millionaires Club jackets on, and that was kind of the show that to our team, we want everybody to have these. Yeah, no, that's because big that's too. an accomplishment for sure. You know, to have two others with you that have those same jackets, and we're hoping for more and more and more. Let's get them. So, <laughs> and so, I mean, I know that you know probably wasn't a an easy path, you know, to accomplish. Mm-hmm. Um, is there anybody you want to you know give any special thanks to, any recognition, um, just from your you know twenty six years of working here? Well, you know, there's a lot of people that has helped me be successful. You know, to have a support system at home is huge. Yeah, you know, from from my wife to be able to put up with me being gone every <laughs> week, um, not long after we got married, I hit the road and and was on the road for 10 years and um, or eight to 10 years. But she always supported me. When I was struggling, she supported me. Um, you know, there was a point to where I was kind of questioning things, you know. Yeah. And she was the one that said, you know, where, where are you going to find another group like this? You know, where are you going to find the powers and the others that have helped me? And, you know, so I turned it around and made it happen. But, you know, I couldn't be where I'm at today without Ron Powell giving us the opportunity that, that he's given us. And, and the ones from past, uh, Mr. Dale and others. Um, but I definitely wouldn't be able to be where I'm at today without our team. Yeah. Uh, I do have several people um, that are on our team. Uh, Becky Dunham, Brett Cohen, they've been here for 14 years, 12 years. You know, they've stuck with us. Yeah. You know, and they're two of the top producers in the company all the time. Yep. You know, I like to tell people um, Becky was doing 25000 a month when that was unheard of. Becky was one of the women 
who laid the foundation for women in this company. That's awesome. You know, she was blowing the guys out of the water <laughs> for years. And, uh, you know, you see thirty and forty and $50,000 worth of production now. Um, you know, I think she was one of the ones that, for mothers and ladies, that, that laid the foundation at Senior Life because she was doing it before anybody was doing it. Hmm. She was blowing it up. Brett Cohen, you know, he's been a – his first year here probably did 120000 I think he said. That ain't too bad. Now he does 300000 a year. He wrote $380,000 last year. That's awesome. You know, so those two, they, they've stuck with me during this journey. It sounds and like I, it's paid off too. <laughs> you know, it's, it's paid off for them, and they've, they've made high six-figure incomes for a long time. And so they're they're my they're my foundation yeah. that that we built as a team and, and still with us. And then we have several others that have been with us uh, quite a while. But I couldn't do this without our team because that's that's what it's all about. Yes, sir. So, well, Joe, I want to thank you for you know coming on the podcast. And okay. um, if there's anybody out at home that's you know wants to get in contact with Joey, just comment down below and we'll get you guys in touch. Um, and yeah, join us for another all fired up next Friday. Thank <laughs> you.